Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. You know, all those Twitter people, (laughs) you know, talking about horrible, like telling me I need to like go on the radio and like apologize to Harbaugh. And I said, listen, if he loses to Ohio State, it's going to be exactly like every other year, isn't it? They go, well, you just wait. Well, maybe next year and... Last thing about Harbaugh. He smells. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast. 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We've got an action-packed Monday for you. Chomping at the bit Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I was eating turkey. I was watching football. But I was thinking I'm not speaking to the straight out of Vegas audience. I missed it. We're back full week, almost every week. During the year, we we believe not in no days off, but hardly any days off. Doesn't quite have the ring Belichick's did. Today, recap NFL, including Aaron Rodgers, including Baker Mayfield, and the colleges, the Ohio State Buckeyes, deserve a lot of attention. And, obviously, Monday Night Football. And we've got a big, big bet on Monday night. That we're going to share to you in with you in studio with me, NFL expert Steve Fezzik, college expert Brad Powers. They're the pros who know sports betters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise: we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. You can't have pros without Joes. Here he is, Jonas Knox. Thanks, RJ. Always good to be here as we come to you live here on Straight Out of Vegas from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 
15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We start with the biggest game all weekend long in football, and it's in the college ranks where Ohio State blasted Michigan 62-39 at the Horseshoe in Columbus on Saturday. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the Buckeyes' performance? Obviously impressive, and that's easy, right? What we try to do is go beyond what's obvious, beyond the typical hot takes, cold cash over hot takes. But in our production meeting, it really shows you how complex this Ohio State win was. Brad Powers, let's be honest. We have our choice, for the most part, of any college expert we wanted in here. I mean, think about it. The first sports betting show on a major national network, coast to coast. Who wouldn't want to be here? I chose Brad Powers. There's a reason. He knows his stuff. Tell you this, though. He's imperfect. He doesn't like to admit that, but he's in. Brad, would you agree? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I don't think absolutely is how you typically would respond, but fair enough. And it goes to show you how complex handicapping can be. And that's why it's like the famous line from the World Poker Tour. It takes a few minutes to learn and a lifetime to master. Hold them, right? Great line. Mike Sexton came up with that line. But I think handicapping is the same way. You take a, not saying you should do this with your seventh grade son. No, no, no. But an average intelligence eighth grader, seventh grader, could understand a point spread pretty quickly, right? He's probably, that's something you got to let him kind of learn on his own maybe, but he would understand it. But I wouldn't want to be betting the picks of a seventh grader. This is complex. Here's, I think, a great example. Brad, coming into the game, now let's caveat this. The line was drastically out of whack, it would seem. Ohio State was a... Four-point underdog yep. at game time? as With four points of home field advantage for the Buckeyes, which I think is fair considering it was a big game, that means Michigan was supposed to be eight points better. Now, starting the season, Ohio State was supposed to be about five points better, right? Because the line was nine. Yep. If you were to bet Ohio State-Michigan early, the line was nine. So the idea of... Five points of advantage plus home field equals nine. Okay. And now it's eight the other way. The idea these teams somehow changed by, let me see, 13 points. I don't think anyone could have really thought that was the case. The fact the line was there, I guess, did, but it didn't make a lot of sense. Well, wait a minute, Fess. Who'd you have in the game? Michigan. (laughs) So explain to me. Make your case for that handicap. I got fooled by the Michigan (laughs) overall power rating when they're playing a team like Indiana, middle-of-the-road type of team, a Purdue. Michigan's a great bully, and their power rating definitely went up almost two touchdowns over the course of the year. Hold on a second. Hmm. Michigan's power rating went up two touchdowns. Touchdowns, Not quite that, but close so, to it. So when you said that, it was yeah. what, why? Because they're able to beat teams by 30. No, I understand why you upgraded them. Why would you say two touchdowns? Over, I rounded up. 
<laughs> from a, just yeah, from a can, touchdown? We, yeah, yeah, we can understand. So their power ratings went up. Yes, so they could beat a bad team. Instead of beating them by 10, they could beat them by 20 or more. However, that power rating does not apply clearly when Michigan has to play a fast, elite team. But you thought it did? I was fooled by the overall increase in the Michigan power rating. And yes, I thought I did, and I made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, obviously, all you can do is win 55% of the time is the goal, right, for a professional batter. If you want a mansion and a yacht, you just got to hit 55%. I don't think, I don't, Brad, I mean, you talked to a lot of pros in town. Was all the pros other than Fez on Ohio State? No, there's a lot of Michigan people. So the assumption was just fundamentally this Michigan team is just so much better than we expected. I think one of the advantages that at least some of the pros thought they significantly had was that Michigan defensive front against an Ohio State offensive line that struggled most of the season. That was one that they pointed to. Yeah, but again, it's back to the, and I do think it's such a powerful concept. It's back to the idea of what's the baseline for the team. Meaning, if you just look at the last two or three years, what is the baseline for the team? And how much can that really change? So, like, who it's one thing in the NBA if LeBron comes into the Lakers, it's a whole different story, right? LeBron's in with the Lakers and it's a whole different team. You can't look at last year and say, Wait, they were only the Lakers were only favored by this much. That doesn't matter. It's a whole different team. But how many, you know, Michigan had how many returning starters? About 14. All right. So 14 returning starters and then eight players or so that weren't good enough to play last year. Yep. Right? Usually it's not going to be the true freshmen that come in and really is there any true freshmen that are True difference makers on Michigan? No, other than the quarterback, Shea Patterson was the major upgrade for Michigan. Really? Not. <laughs> after watching the Ohio State game, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But so really you just got down to it. It was the idea of 14 people getting a year older. So yep. they're going to get better, right? Yep. And then the idea of people who weren't good enough to start last year now becoming good enough to start. That can't be the difference. I, hey, that guy that didn't start last year, he's going to make Michigan better than Ohio State. That seems crazy. And then the idea of this quarterback coming in, which could be a, a, a three, four, five point change. Wouldn't be a 14 point change, but it could be a three or four point change. Now, what's changed in Ohio State? Mm. Right? Ohio State lost about the same number of players. Yeah, they had about 13 starters coming back. And Ohio State was better last year. Yep. You would think the players replacing those starters were better than Michigan's. Ohio State has a better has had better recruiting classes than Michigan, and it's not really close, right? No, it's not. Okay, so what was the scenario? The only thing it could have been was distraction. Was this Buckeye team, for whatever reason, doesn't get up even in spots you think they would? You know, like almost like the Steelers, right? The Steelers, we keep preaching again and again that, oh, you feel like after almost losing to Jacksonville, Pittsburgh should be up. But no, they need like double uh, double bonus effort to really need to be up. And we really saw that on defense, and defense requires the most effort. Let's be frank here. And when we saw the Nebraska game and the Maryland game, that defense was just flat as a pancake in those games. Yeah, it's a good point. 
But here's the thing that I don't get how the wise guys could have been on Michigan. The line was right if Ohio State was exactly what they performed on the field. Meaning, if this was just a computer and only data we had was the scores on these 10 games or whatever prior, you would say, okay, this Michigan team's eight points better. But there had to be a significant material chance that Ohio State wasn't playing as well as you would expect because of something other than they all got hooked on heroin or something crazy <laughs> that would make them where they're not as good. Right? They all started drinking 30 beers a day or who knows what. Their, their Achilles got cut at night, but no one knows. I mean, like, how could you get that much worse? So it was like coming into the game to me, and we had this exact handicap right here on Straight Out of Vegas. Coming into the game, it was a matter of, okay, if Ohio State's this bad, the line's right. If Ohio State isn't this bad, and it's more about, boy, they just weren't motivated, this feels like the game they're going to be motivated over all others. Thus, that percentage of the time, it's going to be a heck of a bet at plus four. Absolutely. So, now, straight out of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Last thing on this game. Fez is making a very interesting point. Horrible pick. Horrible. But an interesting point. It's not just how good is this team. On one hand, Michigan is how good are they when they can enforce their will and how good are they when they can't. All right, physically. Number two for Michigan, how good are they on offense when the defense is a normal defense where Patterson's speed can make three or four big plays a game versus against the rare defenses, Ohio State's one of them, that has so much team speed on defense that running quarterback's not going to be as big of a problem. They can still make some plays. But what percentage of the Michigan offense this year, even in – Let's say the semi-competitive game. So not when they were favored by 30-plus. Favored in the teens. You know, against what were they against Penn State? 10? Yeah, 10. Like, against Penn State or teams like Penn State, Shea Patterson was what percentage of the offense? The plays that matter. Mm, I would say 70% of the offense. Yeah, and it was usually because he was faster, right? Yeah, he can make plays scrambling, uh, obviously, and that opened up the passing game for him. So the theory is... Ohio State's going to stop that, and and that's what we saw. So Michigan, three power ratings. When they can be a bully, when they can't, and then you also, I guess you could look at it as four, is yes or no, does the team have team speed to stop Patterson? With Ohio State, there's two power ratings. This is them in almost every situation, which is going to be a lot worse than you might think. And then finally, this is them when they really care, and they're about as good as they should be on paper then, which is one of the best teams mm-hmm. in the country. Is that a fair wrap-up? Totally fair. Top three talent for Ohio State, top three head coach. They clearly showed that on Saturday. And what's fascinating is against Northwestern, I probably am going to lean early towards North. What's the early line on that? Ohio State's favored by 14. I'm going to lean towards Northwestern because even Ooh. though it's the Big Ten title, even though they want margin, I think they're going to just shrug and – eat their Hot Pockets, play their PlayStation, and be okay. Hey, we showed Michigan something, didn't we? But if they do get in, if they do get into the playoffs, those Buckeyes, you know they're going to be motivated. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm saying they're going to look a lot better than they did most of this season. When we come back, we are going to discuss Aaron Rodgers 
and just how far he has fallen. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell, and I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, it is a bad situation for a Super Bowl champion. We'll get to it here momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. We love bringing the fun of Vegas to you each day. Straight from the Strip right now, 63 degrees on the Strip. Neon is sparkling like a Christmas tree. I'll tell you this, Jonas, there's advantages to being on in the weekend. Now, your show, <laughs> what weekend shifts do you do? Uh, I do uh, weekend overnights, Friday and Saturday overnights, and then I work Sunday night with, uh, get, the, get the sounder ready, uh, Brady Quinn. Oh, yeah. so so first off, it's wonderful that you're keeping your energy up on the weekend yes. for your daytime gig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but what I'll say is this: this time last year, you know, our producer, who is uh, not with Fox anymore, Michael at the time, said, "Oh yeah, if, uh, the bosses are saying we got to play Christmas music." I'm like, "Wait a minute! Straight out of Vegas is rock and roll. We, no Christmas." And I'm like, listen, let's try to do our music and see if anyone notices. Now, no one noticed the whole month. I have a feeling if we somehow didn't play Christmas music, Jonas, they would notice here at 6 Eastern. Yeah, I believe so. It's a a much bigger audience, uh, a lot more notoriety. Uh, All right, RJ, let's get to Sunday Night Football where the Vikings took care of the Packers 24-17 to in Minnesota. What is the Vegas takeaway from the now 0-6 on the road Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers? Well, one is, and we've been talking about this for years, Green Bay has the biggest disparity in performance between home field and away games. Why? Well, Lambeau's one of the best home fields and maybe the best. To me, it's the most consistent Who's the best right now, Fez? Saints in the mix, home field advantage. Uh, Seattle's in the mix. But when Seattle's not winning, the home field's good, but not great. It's been a while since the Seahawks weren't generally winning. The Saints, when they're not winning, that home field gets to be about average. What's the driver? Crowd enthusiasm. When the crowd's rocking, And the noise in Seattle, the noise in New Orleans is a humongous advantage. Humongous for the Saints and the Seahawks. In Lambeau, the noise is nice. To me, it's the quirky playing field. Yeah, it's grass, but also it's a slick grass. You hear all the time the, the struggles on Lambeau's surface for teams that are timing pattern teams, teams not in the division so they don't play there very often. And to me, if I could have any home field, it'd be the one that's consistent 
like Lambeau. Yeah, and I've read a lot about the defenders on the rush on Rodgers. They complain how with that grasping slick, they just feel like they can't get any traction and they can't oh, get to him. That's a good point because the flip side is Rodgers has been one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the NFL during his prime. Not the type that's going to run too much, but the type that, hey, it's he's driving for a field goal, it's third and eight. And you almost sack him, but he scrambles for 12 yards. Those are the backbreakers. Those are the real backbreakers. So one, almost like Larry Bird on the parquet floor, you've got a guy that knows how to take advantage of the quirky home, and it's a negative for the defense, positive for Aaron Rodgers because he's used to it, like Bird was on those dead spots we used to hear about, right? So to me, it makes sense. If you do the math, last seven years, the prime of Aaron Rodgers' career, I think it's fair to say, the difference between Green Bay at home and Green Bay on the road, just point differential. In over seven years, the strength of schedule is going to even out. You're going to play good teams on the road, bad teams on the road. Green Bay is 10.5 points different. They're 10.5 points better at home. No other team's even close. Like, number two is like eight points. The average team is six. Well, think about it, guys. Home field advantage is three. If it's Pittsburgh at home against Baltimore, Pittsburgh's three. If it's at Baltimore, Baltimore's three. If the teams are even, well, that's a, let me do that. Yep, six points. So, Green Bay's home field is ten and a half. That's a lot more than six. Some of that, I think, is... Lambo, and some of it is teams that have a great home field naturally become overrated. Imagine, and let's use basketball as the analogy. Imagine that at our gym, the hoop on our side of the court, let's say you didn't flip courts. It's one of the reasons they flip courts, right? They don't want any shenanigans with the hoops back in the day. Let's say our hoop was just like five millimeters bigger. You couldn't quite see it. With your eye. But it makes a difference. Maybe you're making three more shots a game. Well, six points or so, right? If it's two pointers. You would be overrated. Because you have this advantage that isn't obvious that other teams don't have. When you go on the road, most of the time they're going to look at your blended stats. But those blended stats are deceiving because half those games in the long run, you've got this unfair, this extreme advantage. Green Bay has an extreme advantage at home. Because of Lambeau. I don't think it's a sign that the Green Bay is necessarily bad on the road. I think it's Green Bay's overrated overall because they have an inordinate advantage at home. Agreed. And I think what sums it up the best is look at Aaron Rodgers. What pass does he throw better than anybody else? It's got to be that back shoulder fade pass where he just throws a wide receiver open who's blanketed by the cornerback on slick grass. The corner can't reverse and, and ever get to it. But on the road, on a good turf, it's a much more dangerous pass. He doesn't throw it as much. Steve Fezzik, that's a great point. It's not just defenders aren't used to it, rusher, uh, the pass rush, et cetera. It's not just Rodgers is. They're building plays around it, right? Imagine, again, a basketball team that played outdoors. What would they do? Pound it down low. Pound it down low. Well, if you were a team, or I think a good example is teams that play at altitude. They in 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 uh, football, 
those teams tend to really focus on cardiovascular health, being in shape. And what do they do? They tend to play fast. Remember Denver, it's no coincidence. Let's move to the NBA. The Nuggets have often played fast because they figure that's going to be an advantage at altitude relative to the opposition. And both Utah and Denver are masters in the second half when they play a team off back-to-backs to just run them right out of the arena. So Green Bay, I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas recapping the Packers and their woes. Green Bay is a team that's getting, there's a lot of talk now about how bad they are on the road. I think it's more they're just so good at home. They're naturally going to be overrated on the road. But here's what I know about Aaron Rodgers. Yards per attempt is a, maybe if I could have one stat, not an index like quarterback rating that it's all kind of stats combined, but one plain, I can calculate this with my calculator stat. Yards per attempt for a quarterback would be my stat. Wait, what would be yours, Fez? That's my number one staple. Ooh, I'm not saying you're copying. All right? I'm just saying. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is, to me, if you look at the yards per attempt, Rodgers during his prime prime was the best in the history of the NFL. Rodgers more recently has been below average in the NFL now. So think about that. Best in the NFL. Now, in the preseason, I said this on Straight Out of Vegas. Now, it was on the weekend, right? So no Christmas music, and I was saying this, and I and I did it on all my national, you know, all my big hits, and everyone, you know, my weekly radio hits, and everyone's saying, you're crazy. And I'm like, well, the numbers say this. So to me, right now, I think it's fair to say Aaron Rodgers is still a top, top, top quarterback. Aaron Rodgers today in 2018 is not an all-time great quarterback. And we saw that at the end of the Viking game. Frankly, he missed two wide-open receivers that cost the Packers the cover last night. Right now, you got to play one game against the aliens for the planet. Where's Aaron Rodgers at on your list of quarterbacks? He's still at the very top. You, would, you think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL today? Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, throw blunt breeze. I'd put breeze number one. Okay, so all it took was me asking the question a second time. <laughs> <They're> real <laughs> close. They're real, real close. <laughs> now, if he would have said Rodgers again, I would say, but Fez, let me ask you this. Remember, it's for the planet's sake. You'd be like, you know, maybe breeze. Breeze. Maybe. Now, last thing on the Packers. What's the motivational issue? We've all been hearing whispers about the coach, McCarthy, some discontent. Now they've lost so many games in a row. Now, even if they make the playoffs, the Packers, it's hard to imagine them going far. Does that decrease Rodgers' enthusiasm just a smidge? I'm not saying he's not going to try to win, but does he maybe eat that pizza on Tuesday night instead of going for an extra jog? I think maybe, and I'm looking to still fade the Packers. In just one minute, we're going to talk about the biggest stories in college football. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. Cincinnati Bengals are going to start Jeff Driscoll at quarterback in Week 13 against the Broncos because Andy Dalton is done for the season. Bengals placed Dalton on injured reserve today with a thumb injury. The NFL Network says Dalton tore ligaments in his thumb in yesterday's loss to the Cleveland Browns. There's another quarterback change in the NFL. This one, nothing to do with injuries. Blake Bortles benched in favor of Cody Kessler. 
Kessler and the Jaguars will take on the Colts in Week 13. Jaguars made another move, firing offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett earlier today. Some good news, maybe a sigh of relief for the L.A. Chargers. Running back Melvin Gordon is considered week-to-week with a knee injury, suffered an MCL injury at his right knee in yesterday's matchup against the Cardinals. Head coach Anthony Gordon said today it's not likely he'll play Sunday night against Pittsburgh, but the team does expect Gordon to return at some point prior to the end of the regular season. Colts tight end Jack Doyle's season is over. He's out because of a kidney injury. And Broncos tight end Jeff Hireman is done for the season with broken ribs and a bruised lung following yesterday's win against Pittsburgh. Titans and Texans tonight, 8-15 Eastern time. In the NBA, Pacers guard Victor Oladipo is going to miss their game against the Jazz with a sore knee. Gonzaga, the new number one ranked team in college hoops, edging out Kansas for the top spot in the AP Top 25 bowl. And finally, third baseman Josh Donaldson has signed a one-year deal worth $23 million with the Braves, who also signed free agent catcher Brian McCann. Back to you. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have best bets and a look ahead to Monday Night Football. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Yeah, and we were in a contest, $700,000 cash, winner take all. And we actually have a pick on the Monday night game coming up. As Jonas said, Jeff Driscoll. If I have a bet on a team, about the last thing I want to hear is, Jeff Driscoll is your starting quarterback. (laughs) Brad, you you being a college expert, really benefit in the NFL because these, especially the younger players, and there's more emphasis than ever on young players in the NFL. It really is hollowed out the league. You're either a superstar or you're young on a rookie deal or a cheap second deal. What did you see from Driscoll in college quickly? Uh, overrated at Florida. Probably didn't get great offensive coaching. That's when Will Muschamp was the head coach at Florida, not known for an offensive mind. Driscoll got beat out, ended up transferring to Louisiana Tech where he had a solid season. But keep in mind, Louisiana Tech is Conference USA, and Jeff Driscoll was a borderline five-star talent coming out of high school. So just talent alone, he was able to have a good senior season. My favorite Law Tech quarterback, Terry Bradshaw. Without a, <laughs> without a question. You know he was a javelin champion? I did not know that. You ever see a picture of me when I was like 10 in a, my little 12 jersey? Uh-uh. Something to see. Fez, <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> we even get... <laughs> All right, I'll take it. (laughs) Fez, you saw the game with Cincinnati. You thought the team responded well to Driscoll. Yeah, so Cleveland is trucking Cincinnati, winning by 20-plus. Dalton goes out with a hand injury, and I was shocked how the Bengals' sideline really responded positively to Driscoll coming in. I tell you, Jonas, that's the bar. right? I used to watch the old Bob Costa show later. Yeah. It was just sit down with famous people and talk for a while. It was after Letterman bunch of them on YouTube when someone said something funny enough the guys running the cameras were laughing and you could hear it echo that's funny (laughs) so that's my bar that's my bar just so you know uh guys it was a busy weekend in college football we had an injury to a star quarterback at UCF we've talked about Ohio State Michigan RJ your biggest takeaway on the college football weekend in Vegas was what well I lean on Brad for this stuff, but you know, I think Jonas, you're right. Let's start with Central Florida, a team that there was a lot of talk. Hey, they were ahead of Ohio State. Quarterback goes down. 
Looks like he could be a career threatener. Obviously, we wish the best for the player. How At the college level, how many points per game does this uh, absence downgrade Central Florida? So the quarterback in, name is McKenzie Melton, a two-year starter. He started for all of these wins with the exception of just one in this current win streak for Central Florida. He's worth the NFL typically three points. This quarterback at UCF, McKenzie Melton, worth about six points. Significant loss for the Knights. So Alabama, if they would have played Central Florida, we were showing how extreme it would be. With and, and by the way, when I don't pronounce a player's name, you can just smoothly go in and say his name. You don't have to say, well, the name of that player. <laughs> but, you know, it might, you know, I, I'm going to point out the fact that RJ didn't pronounce his name, the name of that player. You don't need to do that. Just say the name. Let's try it again. So the quarterback for Central Florida, if he were playing against Alabama, what would the line be? And if he weren't playing, what would the line be? Yeah, without Mackenzie Melton, uh, Alabama. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Go ahead, do it. yeah, without Mackenzie Melton, at quarterback, Alabama would be closing in on a 31-point favorite Jesus. over Central Florida. <laughs> 31. Wowza. It's all going to happen. No. not Well, let me throw this scenario real quick, and we'll go through some college football playoff scenarios tomorrow when the rankings uh, the, before the selection show. What if what happens if Oklahoma and Ohio State lose? Washington State. No, Washington State just got beat by oh, Washington. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Georgia. Oh Georgia. If they lose to Alabama, two losses. Yep. Mm. Georgia. No, I don't think so because they don't have any big wins. Got to put someone in there. Well, thanks, Faz. <laughs> you know what we can do? We'll just anytime we talk college football from here, we'll just take that drop. And it's like, Brad, what do you think about this and this and maybe this? Let's hear what Faz, what Faz has to say. We'll press it. Got to put someone in there. Like, it just that would be it. <laughs> Who do you think, Brad? If you had to bet, let's assume Ohio State loses. Let's assume Oklahoma loses. I think they probably put in – I mean, let's think. Who's the two lost teams that would be in the mix, right? So Central Florida – With zero losses. Would be in the mix. Um, Texas would have to be in the mix, right? No, three losses. They have three. Yeah, that's huh. – So Georgia, you're saying. So Clem, no one in the ACC. No. Holy cow. Michigan. About those Fez, dogs. You Michigan. know, Fez might be right. you got to put someone in there. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's Georgia. What do you think, Jonas? Um, I would lean towards Georgia, but the way this committee works, they'll probably put LSU in there because after two losses, they were ranked ahead of teams with no losses and one loss. So who, who the hell knows with that committee? Boy, imagine another year with the SEC. Mm. Huh. Maybe Michigan, Brad. You've been big on Michigan. Yeah, they have two losses. <laughs> Real quick, Notre Dame didn't look great. How are you? Because Collins like, oh, it's a northern team. They're going to get beat bad. How much of a downgrade for the Fighting Irish? Really no downgrade for me, believe it or not. Uh, and I think this is one we've been banging on Fez here. Fez had a great handicap concerning Notre Dame last week. He said, hey, last week you guys were talking about Notre Dame possibly you know, being tired. Wasn't the case. Notre Dame crushes Syracuse. It's this week, the game in L.A. where Notre Dame is going to be tired. This will be the week. That showed up in the first uh, 20 minutes of the game. Notre Dame's down 10 nothing. First time all season, RJ. Notre Dame trailed by double digits at any point in any game. So, Right now, Notre Dame in your power rankings. It's nothing about anything other than who would be favored. Notre Dame is where? They're number four right now. So ahead of them, Alabama, 
Clemson, Georgia, Michigan. No, Which not way? Michigan. Okay, Georgia. No, I know you've been yeah, high yeah, yeah. on. I know you've been no high more on Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> no more Michigan. You know all those Twitter people, you know, talking about horrible, like telling me I need to like go on the radio and like apologize to Harbaugh. And I said, listen, if he loses to Ohio State, it's going to be exactly like every other year, isn't it? They go, well, you just wait. Well, maybe next year. And last thing about Harbaugh. He smells. I mean, that's, again, my personal opinion. And until he beats Ohio State. In fact, I will not stop that drop until Harbaugh beats Ohio State, whenever that may be. When we come back, we mentioned it. Monday Night Football, Fez and I have a pick in a contest that we're close to the lead. And if we win it, we win $700,000. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted. And it's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan, brought to you by GEICO, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Guys, Monday night football, we go to Houston, where the Texans, in a line that has actually dropped a half point since the show started at seven at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, the Texans are now just a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Tennessee Titans. To me, this game, and, and let's set this game up, because what we got going on here is we have a contest, the biggest contest in the world, $5,000 entry. The Super Contest Gold. Now, you might have heard of the Super Contest because Fez pays me 20 bucks a mention to mention he is the only two-time Super Contest champion. <laughs> he just threw me 100. I can't mention it five times. No. But he is, and it's true. I mean, think about that. This is the contest. Only guy to win it twice. They started the years you wanted. It was 1500 to enter, right, Fez? And there was hundreds and hundreds of people in it. They still have that contest, but now they said, let's do like a super level contest that's 5,000 to enter. That's over three times 1,500, right? I just did that real quick in my head. Well, right now, we've got a pick in this game on Tennessee. You might think, all right, that's it. Turn off the radio. No, hold on, hold on. Contest, by definition, the line comes out on Wednesday you got to bet into that line by Saturday morning or pick into it. Five picks a week, by the way. Last week, four and one. This week, three and one. On the season, almost 70% picking five games a week. Let me tell you, Fez, not likely. We won't do this again next year, probably. Agreed? Agreed, but I got to tell you, RJ, no one has been better at picking the white urns out of the white marbles out of the urn on Friday night on our final selections when you go ahead and take out the losers and put in the winners. Yes. And and again, I'll take some pride in that, no doubt. A little bit of luck, too. All right. But think about that five picks a week, 70%. And that's what we've been doing. We've got the Titans. And oh, by the but I'll explain why you can't necessarily play the Titans. And Jonas said it. But oh, by the way, we're going to announce this. We're going to, this will be our, we'll call this the world premiere announcement, though I actually did announce this on the podcast, but I'm still going to act like it's a world premiere. 
If we win the contests, about 700K, we are going to spend $25,000 on a Super Bowl party, and all of you are invited. Everyone on Twitter, at RJ in Vegas, all the Straight Out of Vegas listeners, Jonas. All right. Yes. Yes. I mean, you probably won't be behind the velvet rope with us, <laughs> but you'll be there with the kegger, the red cup, the whole thing. I'll be half in the bag. I'm good with that. <laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> and we are gonna. We don't know any details, right? But what I promise you is, we're gonna spend 25k, and we're gonna tell you where to sign up. We're free to get in, but you'll have to know where to sign up. We'll tell you on this show. And if you're in Vegas, or if you're thinking about coming to the Super Bowl. For, or coming to Vegas for it, right? It's something to check out and uh, root us on. Let's hope the karma helps us, Fez. Now, here's why, though, you can't just bet Tennessee. The line was six and a half. It's three and a half. You've got a theory, Fez, that you actually think the value might be here on Houston at the current number. And remember, guys, professional bettors, winners, they bet numbers. Recreational batters, people don't win, they bet teams. You might say, RJ, how can you have Tennessee? Well, at six and a half, I can have Tennessee. At three and a half, I could have Houston. Make your case. Yeah, so based upon my power ratings, I've got Houston being the better team, but it's close, RJ. They're only about a point better. So if I give them. So in general, Houston, if you look at their record, you think they're clearly better, but probably the team with Washington, and Washington lost, obviously where their record and their true strength is the most divergent. Exactly right, because Houston, although they're on a seven-game win streak, five of those seven games amazingly could have gone either way. Literally a coin flip. Literally a coin flip. So because of that, Houston— And all of them went their way. Yes, so Houston a little bit overrated, so I only have them being a point apart. Three for home field for Houston would set this line at four— but this all assumes that we have a 100% healthy Mariota. I'm not. This line was off the board early in the week. Yeah, there were major concerns about Mariota and even his status, and even if he played, how close to 100% he was going to be in this game. So this is an example, and let's think this through for 20 seconds. If Mariota is healthy, then if you bet on Houston, ah, you got a 50-50 bet. You don't want a 50-50 bet. Because you're going to get vigged out. The dastardly bookies minus 110, right? 11 to win 10. But not so bad. And then some percentage of the time, Marriott is going to be not 100%. And that Houston bet at three and a half is a wonderful bet. Exactly right. And remember, that's what we Quickly. saw in, at the end of September, early October. When Mariota wasn't 100%. He really was struggling. Yeah, he's a quarterback. His physicality really matters. The thing that causes me pause on this, and I'm sticking with my Tennessee only, is I think the lines move so aggressively. Somebody knows something, and what they know is the quarterback's okay for the Titans. The Odd Couple's next here on Fox Sports Radio. We are straight out of Vegas. Back tomorrow, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, It'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. 